Welcome to the Roadman Cycling Podcast. My name is Anthony Walsh. Six days a week, we bring you an inspiring person or message to help you on your journey towards health, happiness, and longevity. Now let's get into the show. Well, hello, you beautiful cyclists. It's Sarah again, back for my Saturday show. And today, I want to talk about something that has transformed me physically and it's helped to change my body composition and help me to become a better cyclist and you know what it's not that hard to do it involves another one of my favorite pastimes which is eating (laughs) so yeah today I want to talk about protein are you getting enough why it's important I want to dispel that myth that bumping up your protein and taking protein shakes and having a focus on your protein is for bodybuilders and gym bunnies. Last year, I became vegan for about nine months and I I absolutely loved it. My mom is vegan. She's been vegan for years. I've grown up around that type of cooking and, uh, well, I wanted to go all in on it and see if the benefits that my mom got, I would get. And I did. My skin was great. I was sleeping well. I had a decent amount of energy, or as I thought I had. But one day, my coach called me, and after taking a look at my files and a power profile test that I'd done, he suggested that I should supplement with protein or like some kind of protein powder. So I did. And when I used the vegan protein powder, immediately I saw a jump in my performance and my energy levels and my readiness to train. I actually moved away from veganism because of the differences I was feeling and I started to use a whey-based protein and I, I mean straight away, almost overnight, my strength, there was a jump in my strength, in my endurance, in my power, in my recovery and it, it honestly felt like magic. I hadn't really realized how energy depleted I was during my vegan phase. Now, I'm not bashing veganism. I love it and I still try to eat that way as much as I can. But I definitely struggle to get high quality protein in. So I want you to have this magical experience. (laughs) And as you know, in the last year, I started coaching some cyclists. And most of the guys and gals that come to me, they, yeah, they want to improve their cycling, but they also want to shed a couple of pounds, a kilo here and there. And when it comes to their diet, I get them to do a food log for me for the first week or so, just so I get an understanding of how they're fueling and what their diet is. So many of them were completely missing out on protein and their protein goals. And I think it's one of the biggest and most drastic improvements that they've had is adding more protein into their diets. And I'm going to explain why. So protein is essential for building and maintaining your muscle mass and also building and maintaining your muscle strength. So even if you don't want to get big, if you don't want to bulk, if you're, you know, you don't want to be Mr. Olympia, (laughs) it doesn't matter. Protein will help you build and maintain the strength in your muscles. It doesn't mean that you're going to grow your muscles. When you eat protein, your body breaks it down into amino acids. 
And amino acids are the building blocks of muscle. So eating enough protein is really important for athletes and anyone looking to increase that muscle strength. So when you exercise, you create these small tears in your muscle fibers. And these tears, they're a natural part of the muscle building, muscle strengthening process. And they signal to your body that it needs to repair and rebuild that muscle. So protein is this crucial part in the repair and rebuilding process. And it gives us the necessary amino acids to build that new muscle tissue. So eating protein after a workout, it can also, and it, this has been proven time and time again, that it can help to speed up your recovery and reduce your muscle soreness. So that's obviously a win-win too. This is basically because protein helps to repair and re rebuild damaged muscle fibers and it reduces inflammation and thus it promotes healing. Protein also plays a huge role in muscle growth. So when you eat protein, your body releases a hormone called insulin. Insulin helps to transport amino acids into your muscle cells. So once the muscle, so once inside the muscle cells, these amino acids can be used to build new muscle tissue. So are you getting enough protein? Well, for adults, 0.8 grams per kilogram of body weight is the recommended amount of protein you should be getting per day. But if you're really active and if you're training a lot, you'll probably require more protein to support that muscle growth and recovery. So a general rule of thumb is to aim for one to 1.6 grams of protein per kilogram of body weight. And if you're talking old money like pounds and stone, one gram of protein per pound of body weight is a really good rule of thumb. Now it's also important to note that not all protein sources are created equal. So high quality protein sources like lean meat, fish, eggs, dairy products, these are considered complete proteins. That means they have all of the essential amino acids that you need for muscle growth and repair. So plant-based protein sources such as beans, lentils, quinoa, and also the vegan protein shake that I was taking, which I think was pea. It was based around some proteins that you can get out of peas. They might need to be combined with other plant-based protein sources to make sure that you get all of those essential amino acids. Good thing about upping your protein intake is that protein is actually known for its satiating effect. So that means it can help to reduce these feelings of hunger and it will actually help to promote feelings of fullness. So it can make it easier to stick to a calorie controlled diet if that's what you're doing, if you kind of up your protein and you're less likely to feel deprived then and more likely to feel satisfied with your meals. Now, how does it do this? So protein causes your intestines to release these hormones, so hormones like GLP, PYY and glucagon. These hormones help you feel full. So it makes it easier to manage your weight. So when you consume protein, it triggers a cascade of hormonal changes in your body that help to regulate appetite, promote feelings of fullness. And one of the key hormones involved in this process is ghrelin. Ghrelin is a hormone that's produced in the stomach and it's known as the hunger hormone. It's, it's responsible for a 
stimulating appetite and promoting feelings of hunger. So research has shown that consuming protein can reduce the production of ghrelin, which can help to reduce feelings of hunger and actually make it easier to manage your weight. And one study found that consuming a really high protein breakfast led to uh, this reduction in ghrelin levels and which ultimately helped to reduce hunger throughout the day. Not only does it reduce the production of ghrelin, but protein also stimulates the release of other hormones that can help to promote feelings of fullness. So when you eat protein, your intestines release hormones such as GLP and PYY and glucagon. Now these hormones work together to signal to your brain that you're full, which again can help to reduce the feelings of hunger and make it easier to manage your weight. GLP, which is a hormone that's produced in the gut, this actually helps to slow stomach emptying. So that again promotes feelings of fullness. And PYY is another hormone that's produced in the gut and it's known for its appetite suppressing effects. So glucagon, the last one, is a hormone that's produced by the pancreas. And this actually helps to regulate blood sugar levels. And that also plays a really important role in promoting these feelings of fullness. Now, if that... <laughs> doesn't get you hyped up about getting more protein into your diet listen to the next major benefit of upping your protein so protein boosts your body's absorption of calcium which is crucial for bone health one of the key ways that protein contributes to bone health is through its role in the production of collagen now collagen is a protein that makes up a massive portion of the bone matrix and it's what gives your bones that tensile strength so it makes them kind of flexible if you get a knock it's not going to shatter every single time collagen is this complex protein and it's it's made up of long chains of again amino acids and these chains they're arranged in this specific way that gives collagen very unique properties so it's got three chains of amino acids and they're wound together like a rope and again this makes collagen extremely strong and durable. So that's why it's an amazing component in bone tissue. The process of collagen production is called collagen synthesis. And this process is triggered by the presence of certain amino acids. Now, these amino acids are found in high concentrations in foods that are rich in protein, like, as I mentioned before, lean meat, fish, eggs, and dairy. And when you consume enough protein, your body is able to produce the necessary amount of collagen to maintain your healthy bones. Now, protein also plays a huge part in the absorption of calcium, which, as we know, is another key nutrient for bone health. Calcium is the most abundant mineral that we find in the human body and we need calcium every single day for the development and maintenance of healthy bones and we need it for loads of other functions within the body. So when calcium is not available in adequate amounts, the body will actually take calcium from the bones and then that can lead to a decrease in bone density and brittle bone. So protein helps to G up the absorption of calcium. It kind of increases the activity of this enzyme that's responsible for calcium absorption. And this enzyme is activated by the presence of, again, back to these amino acids that are found in protein. So when the amino acids are present in the gut, they stimulate the enzymes that are 
responsible for this calcium absorption allowing the body to take up more calcium from the diet so we're not affecting the bones at all another really really cool thing that protein does is that it speeds up your metabolism this is through a thing called thermic effect and the thermic effect of food is really basically it's the amount of energy that your body needs to use in order to digest that particular food or absorb it or metabolize the food that you eat so protein has a higher thermic effect than your carbs or your fats and that means that your body has to work harder to break it down and that can increase your metabolism and help you to burn more calories throughout the day not only this but protein also leads to muscle growth muscle is an active tissue that burns calorie even when you're at rest so the more muscle that you have the more calories you'll burn throughout the day so protein is essential for the growth and repair of muscle tissue we know that protein can also help endurance and I know that this is going to be music to your ears Jerry cyclists because consuming a diet that's really high in good quality protein it can actually increase the number of mitochondria in your muscle cells mitochondria are responsible for actually producing the energy in your muscles so the more mitochondria you have the more energy your cells can produce and the better that you can perform endurance athletes like ourselves well I mean we really rely on our muscles ability to produce energy aerobically and that means that we need a lot of mitochondria in our muscle fibers and that's because mitochondria you've probably heard this turn of phrase before but mitochondria are the powerhouses of our cells and they actually produce energy through this process of cellular respiration and they're responsible for creating the energy needed to fuel your endurance exercise so a high protein diet can actually benefit your endurance because it increases the number of the mitochondria in your muscle cells and that will produce more energy allowing you to perform better go longer feel stronger now not only that if all of the above reasons weren't enough protein has been proven to help boost the immune system and endurance training can suppress the immune system I think endurance athletes are very susceptible to illnesses and they kind of pick up every single bug that's going around. Consuming enough protein has been proven to help boost the immune system and reduce the risk of illness. This week, I would love if you would have a little look at your protein intake and I bet you a tenner that you're not getting your recommended amount each day. So that's it for me this week. All you gorgeous wonderful cyclists i will chat to you next week but in the meantime if you want to pop me an email to sarah at roguemancycling.com with any questions on today's podcast or you can join me over on twitter and my handle is ash sarah and egan and we are having great fun over there with the cycling community it really is a laugh a minute so jump on in and drop us a message so until next week thank you for listening to today's podcast Have you ever wondered how good you could actually be? Each of us has a unique set of circumstances with work, family and social obligations, but we also want to fulfill our potential in cycling. Okay, okay, maybe you won't ever win the Tour de France, but for most of us, this isn't what cycling is about. So let us build you the perfect training plan around your lifestyle that's totally unique to you and will help you finally realize your cycling dreams. 
So whether you're just getting started on the bike or if you're a more seasoned cyclist, we have a suitable coach for you. So why not schedule a call with us and we can have a chat about how we can help you go further than you ever dreamed of on your cycling and fitness goals. Go to roadmancycling.com forward slash contact or pop me an email directly to sarah at roadmancycling.com.